0: Bailey. The other day I was going down to my girlfriend. I said to her, Chase, you got a big pussy. Chase, you got a big pussy. She said, why did you say that twice? And I said, I didn't.
1: See? it's Because of the echo. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to the 34th episode of the Aliens vs Predator Galaxy podcast. Uh, This is your regular host, Corporal Hicks, and with me today are my usual cohorts, Ridgetop. Hello again everyone. Xenomorphin. Hey guys. And joining us for his third appearance on the podcast, I think it's third, is uh, Omega Morph. Hello see third
2: yeah it's my third time after the um, alien resurrection one and the uh, blown alien camp one okay cool
1: you know it's always nice to have a bit more culture on here bridgetop needs needs some backing some other different voices than the british so I, I always appreciate it thanks for joining us and today we're going to be doing well it should be a, it should be a shorter one it should be a briefer one we're going to be recapping the predator news literally the predator Um, or as it was known until recently predator 4 but i don't think we've actually really talked about this one on the series a lot i think the last time we actually did a predator only episode was um, one that ridgetop and i and doom rules did on predators literally like the month or so before predator 4 was actually announced so you know it's nice to it's nice to return to it and even though it's been a couple of years, I won't say there's been a massive amount of uh, movement with the um, with the film as of yet. Um, so we're just going to sort of uh, have a general recap. So in two thousand and fourteen, so a whole two years ago, near enough, was when uh, they announced the uh, new film, and it was announced that Shane Black would be the man responsible for it. Somebody tell me who Shane Black is to is to Predator Hawkins. Yeah, you Hawkins. are Hawkins. Is played horrible. The guy who made all the pussy jokes. Oh, awful (laughs) jokes. Yeah, the Joker. And he was was actually involved in the first film, so they had a writer on set, fun fact. And so he was announced as being the guy who was going to be helming the fourth Predator film. It it was initially announced as a reboot rather than a sequel. And you know how everybody always gets up in arms about reboot. We don't like it, we don't like that word... Um but it was quickly um it was quickly clarified that it was not a reboot. It was what Shane Black called an in quotation marks this an inventive sequel he 's actually writing it with a fellow called Fred decker. Now the two of them have a history together if i 'm not mistaken. Shane Black and Fred Decker had a history as they wrote the monster squad together
3: ah that's
1: it. Yeah, which was a... Uh, I suppose it was a bit of a cult monster comedy from the 80s, if I remember rightly. It's been a long time since I watched that film.
3: Weren't the ADI guys also involved
1: in that? I don't know, off the top of my head. Yeah. I seem to remember they did some of the creature effects. I they one. did all the creature effects for Monster Squad.
2: Yeah. Cool. Tom Woodruff was in the Gilman suit, and they sculpted the Gilman suit. And they did some of the transformation effects and that sort of thing. Didn't Tom Woodruff
1: post a picture of that today on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That makes sense to me now. So that that was, you know, they they've done, you know, they've done some good films. Shane Black's um, done quite a few uh, quite a few well received films of his own, and obviously um, the Monster Squad was was a relative hit. And Robert Rodriguez has nothing to do with this one as well. Um, he was the producer and the man in charge of the last film Predators and he's completely out this is all up to Shane Black and Fred Decker and again you know it, it goes silent there's there's very little very little news for quite a while until we get to last year in August uh, when uh, the producer long time actual Predator producer John Davis Um, Spoke briefly about about the film. Okay, I'm just going to read a quote from from the particular article So you know what he's saying and this is in regards to Shane and Fred They've been doing it together and Fred's great the two of them together They've been in the business for a long time But the writing is so fresh the perspective is so fresh and I'm telling you you're going to get something You don't expect and you're going to say this is the most entertaining way to reinvent the franchise so Reinvent the franchise, what do you think that means? Was
3: he involved in the AVP films? I
1: think he, he was, was yes, he? he was the main uh, yes. main producer.
3: Was it him who said that Anderson's script was just like Jaws, or was that one or the other?
1: In all honesty, I don't or... remember. I, I think it was him, and he, and he said, oh, it's just
3: like Jaws. I it thought that was John Davis. Uh, Could yeah. have been him. Yeah, does yeah. that not what I said? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is so. I, I, a little. I mean, I don't hate AVP a lot. A lot of people do, but I'm a little bit wary ever since then, when he tries to hype things up. So,
1: as <laughs> you so, uh, wary already.
3: Yeah, of course. So, it, it specifically has not been much news when it's, it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be invented. But they're all little, you know, buzzwords that don't yeah. necessarily
1: mean anything. But if they did, if you know, for for you guys, how do you think they would reinvent Predator?
0: Well, I mean, the Predator films have all kind of had the same formula. It's been some setting in the middle of conflict, and and you have this one particular bad that the Predators after. Uh, Predator's kind of mix it up a little bit with the whole the fact that they were all kind of ruthless killers and. It was on an alien planet so i i was actually hoping for another predators i think with the closing of the movie it looked like there could have been a part two and they were talking about that for a while so i was a little disappointed that that never moved forward because i think there was story to tell there but you'll have to turn to the comics for for a continuation on that one um but i mean shane black from from what i heard he did some some rewrites of, of the first one right
1: he was on there at hand to sort of help if they needed to be. In all honesty, I don't know how much input he did actually have while they were while they were on set.
0: Well, I mean, even still, he was, regardless of how much he doctored the script, he had direct involvement with it. And, you know, his part was cool. Um, he knows how to direct. I haven't seen Iron Man 3, but I've, I've heard it's a pretty good film. Um, I haven't really seen much of his other films he's directed but um you know i think he's a good choice i'm just glad it's it's not a reboot like was initially kind of revealed to be um but he he made it clear after there were some some outcry that you know he it's an inventive new sequel like you were saying it's not something that just throws this this chronology out of out of the window um because you know there's there's a universe there and and that's why i'm always wary with reboots is because especially with big franchises like star trek you have all this built-up lore you have all these fans and creative people that have been devoted to this thing and then someone comes along and goes nope we can do it better we're just going to throw it out the window so i'm glad they're not going that route
1: i think that the predator films largely stand alone um, anyway so they all kind of feel in their own sort of way like um a tiny little bit of a reboot each time?
0: Well, I think there's a difference between a unrelated sequel and a reboot, because oftentimes a reboot will, will just take the core idea and kind of forsake the canon of the original property and just do something completely, completely new, like throw all the story elements out the window. And even with Predators, even though Predators was kind of a semi-reboot, there was nothing that contradicted anything we had seen in the first two predator movies even though it disregarded um, the second film so as long as it does that because i mean as long as there's no conflicts with the continuity as long as they don't completely change the character so he's he's not what we know uh, of course they should do something different and new and interesting with it but I'm, I'm glad that he specified that he wasn't throwing the um, the Predator lore or universe out the window for some new idea.
1: I'm very very happy that it's not going to ignore the other films there was a bit of a uh, uproar when I forget who it was said it was gonna ignore Predator 2 but somebody said Predators was gonna ignore um Predator 2 and you know as far as that film was concerned it didn't happen blah 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 um, but nothing in the film even remotely contradicts Predator 2 so you know it's, it's, it's a non-issue really which I'm happy about.
2: Uh, what about you um, Omega? Well mm, all the Predator films uh, mm, revolve around the same thematic concept you know the feeling of being hunted and the kind of reversal at the end That that's always the dynamic that you see in all the three films that have been um, you know Released so far, I think that mm, they they can reinvent the franchise simply by expanding on the the mythology surrounding the predator character. You know, I think the the sequels work because um, they revolve around the same concept, but they each one adds. You know a little bit to the to the mythology of the Predators. You know what what they do, their culture, and that sort of thing. You know, like the clan in Predator Two. So I think that they can reinvent the franchise simply by um, you know telling us more about you know what they think Predator culture is like, new Predator weapons uh, or rituals. Or that sort of thing, you know, telling us about new encounters between humanity and predators. And maybe just twisting a little bit the rules that previous films have displayed.
1: So you don't think it'd be a drastically different film?
2: No, I don't think so, because um, when, you, when you're dealing with a predator film, you're very limited creatively. Otherwise, it won't feel like a predator film. There, there's this very specific set of rules that, y- if you don't respect them, you aren't going to to feel like a predator film. So I think that creatively, there's there's not much they they can go for.
1: Okay. Xenomorphin, any thoughts?
2: Well, um, it's like
3: Omega was just saying. You can only really. Um, shift the concept so far before it basically stops being a predator film and starts to be a completely different film with a predator forced into it Um, I I think basically it all it has you know it's in the title it has to be hunting it's it's all about someone has to get in touch with their own inner beast in order to defeat it Um, I think that was brought to the fore well in some of the earlier comics um i think the only real ways you could reinvent it are if say i think i i I said this on the forum at one point you have maybe the predators escaped from maybe you have a crashed ship and they've recovered a predator body and then it breaks out and the predator is being hunted and then it has to turn it has to use the environment to its advantage rather than having to rely on batman style gadgets or maybe you have something a lot of people have mentioned um it might be interesting to see something set in say the middle east where you have maybe Israeli and um, Palestinian unit fighting against one another and then they discover predators there and they have to join forces like a kind of enemy mine thing. But when you're doing that, you have to keep in mind if it's a, an actual political situation going on at the moment, is there anyone I would trust in Hollywood to do that and not shoehorn politics into it? So I don't think, the problem is I don't think but anyone in Hollywood that I'm aware of can be trusted to do a scenario like that and not force their own, whether subconsciously or otherwise, put their own political spin on it. Um, so I think basically you have to return to uh, if you want something that, you know, it ain't broke, so don't fix it, you have to have the predator hunting a small group of, you know, professionals again like they did in predators a lot of people didn't like predators but personally i, I actually did like predators um but be- a lot of it was because they didn't mess around with the formula it's they did the old stuff but you know it, it, they did it well and i actually i oh, the other thing with that that worked quite well i think was the music the music you know it harkened back a lot to those Alan Silvestri's um, themes as well but um yeah i i get a bit wary when it's something with the predator and they say they're go- it's gonna be done in an inventive way i wonder to myself how can you make an inventive new spin on something which is basically constructed around the old you know the greatest game thing where it's man comes up against a, a more of an apex predator um i don't know I, i'm open to new ideas but that I just don't think there are too many ways you can take it before it stops being Predator.
0: Yeah, I guess the, the main question is just going to be, are they going to break the formula or twist the formula or what? Like, if we're going to see other facets of, of Predator culture, I mean, granted, I, I think they'll, they'll keep the Predator character mysterious to a degree, but if they do show some... Uh, glimpses at their culture kind of like they did in avpr it it would be interesting to to see that oh maybe they're not all hunters you know or is there a reason why they became hunters i don't know how deep they're going to go into that but i feel like if they just did the same old formula again um in a modern format it might feel like just treading the same ground so i'm i'm hoping they can you know expand the universe, expand the mythology a bit like predator two did in a way and like predators did in a way. But at the same time, those movies still adhered to the same formula of the first film. So yeah, it is a, um, you know, a balancing act to keep it. So the film still feels like a predator movie, uh, because people are going to have certain expectations when they go see a predator movie, they're going to want to see people being hunted. um, but at the same time, changing it enough so that it keeps things interesting.
1: In my opinion, one of the biggest strengths of the Predator series is just how versatile it can be narratively. And by that, I mean the story that you can plump it into. So what I really hope to see... Um, is, is like This is like my dream scenario for this film. Would be to... You know, it's not in a jungle somewhere, it's not in... We're not steadily increasing into the future. I want to go somewhere completely different, somewhere that would be exotic for um, the theatrical run of, of, of the series. I mean, the comics have done it plenty of times. They've taken the Predator all over the shop. But I'm talking about maybe going back in time, um, you know, setting the Predator in World War One or World War Two, yeah. give it a bit of a bigger scale in terms of, um, you know, combat background. Um or maybe even going further back than that i mean there's all sorts of potential for um for various sort of combat styles to bring up against to make it a little, feel a little different so you know it's going up against swords and samurais and stuff like that that would be my ideal sort of way to take yeah, it I, to make it feel um i'd fresh. agree
3: with that i th- I, th- I would i would embrace one that um you know, a big budget movie where the inventive spin on it was that it took place in world war Two, or, or something they took it back to another time but not in the future but in the past because we haven't i get a bit wary where they talk about expanding the culture but that we've haven't actually seen many predators on screen we all know that the, each individual one has their own personal weapons and gadgets and stuff there is totally room there for doing an un- unrelated sequel as you say but set as a prequel as it were rather than a straightforward sequel or maybe you could you could mix it you could do an unrelated sequel but there are certain aspects of the story where for whatever reason it connects to, to instances in the past where there have been confrontations with the predator so you can do those individual little historical flashbacks i think that would also be interesting
1: it would allow for something that omega might be interested in in you know a older style of predator a more archaic um creature design i guess archaic in the sense of old Uh, i mean i know we saw Somewhat old Predators in AVP, but they were weren't particularly different um, stylistically. Um, do you think? Um, do you think a, a past setting would give them some uh, design freedom, Omega?
2: I I think you know one thing that they should bring back if they, if they really want the Predators to look old school is the old you know closed mouth configuration. You know, in the in the first two Predator films, when the effects were were done by Stan Winston Studio, um, the Predators, when their m- mouth was closed, they had a specific configuration for the mandibles. You know, the the that 19 degree angle of the lower mandibles and that sort of thing. That's that 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 trait was lost from AVP on, and I really think that they should bring it back because that was a key aspects of the original Predator predator design because it really made it feel so unique when you go from the closed configuration to the open configuration. In the sequels, in AVP and in Predators, mm, the the mandibles are just flying about all the time and it just doesn't feel as interesting. And then uh, I think that, mm, you know, another important thing is the color scheme. Um, you know um recently um they talked about how the the color pattern on the original predator was inspired but inspired by uh overripe bananas and you know that, that's very funny to think, to think about but actually brilliant and you know i i want to go back to that also in texture if you look at you know the um, the Predators version, you know, the black Predators. Um, they have these, you know, overlaid kind of um, bus relief kind of style to them. You know, that's very KMB-like. And I like that. But I feel that, you know, one of the aspects of the original Predator design was it wasn't overly textured. It was relatively simple i want to go back. i want them to go back to that kind of simplicity to it that organic simplicity that really made the first design so great
1: okay any other thoughts on uh, predator design I, I do think they they
0: did some really interesting new stuff with the predators in in predators um how they had like a different breed of predator and they were more kind of like, I took it as like they were the, the Neanderthals of predators essentially. And their style was completely different. Um, they had a little bit more elongated heads and, and their armor was something we had never seen before. I'm wondering if, if the super predators are ever going to make another appearance in the franchise. I don't think they will in this film. Um, but as far as aesthetics go with, with the new predator design, um, they should have something that's recognizable as, as the predator, but definitely have its own distinct, uh, look to it, its own ornaments to its armor and stuff like that. Wolf was, in my opinion, one of the best predators we had ever seen because we had never seen, um, you know, all the, the hieroglyphs on his mask, his mask was, it had these teeth on it. It was very sleek looking. And, um, he was a very slender type of predator with, um, minimal armor, so I think that as long as they give it a distinct look with some new features that we haven't seen before, it'll be a good design.
3: I think... um... I mean, I've said on the forums, Predator Two is not my um, favourite one out of that particular series, but I everything where the creature is on screen works really well, I think, in Predator Two. And one of the things I particularly liked out of that first sequel was the um, the different head design. It's like a, a more ridges, and it has um, like miniature spikes from the mandible. But I'd really like that head
1: to return personally. Agreed. I'd like to see something different again um you know every, everybody always sort of wants a return to that that classic look but i'd like moving away um i've never had an issue with the completely changing appearances of of the predators I mean because it's it's done that since since the second film you know they looked completely different and i always sort of attributed that that to you know different clans being different cultures or ethnicities or what have you
3: or genders for a we yeah,
1: or genders who knows good point um, so you know one of the problems I have with sequels nowadays is this constant need to um, refer backwards um, for a lot of different aspects and I don't think that reusing that design again and again is is a particularly is going to be particularly Beneficial towards the sequels. I mean, um, I liked the Berserker Predators, and I liked the the. I did like the reattempt at the classic, but I think that was enough for me because AVP's Predators, kind of attempted to go that kind of route. I mean, the the way they were, the the skin texture and everything makes it look completely different. But I always sort of got the the um, idea that it was supposed to be classics kind of appearance you know that that's that's enough for me now let's let's keep being different let's keep moving i'd like to see a, a different kind of um skin tone again on this one
3: I wouldn't mind seeing one with um, I don't think we've ever even seen them with like in Predator 2 you saw one lost an arm so you've got to figure if one has really been in the shit it's you know it's lost hands or whatever I wouldn't mind seeing a Predator with like a prosthetic limb perhaps mm, that could be a yeah. way to um individualise it like Wolf had that you know one of the mandibles had come off there's nothing wrong with having a, he- a heavily kind of like um, it would almost look gigerized I suppose but that kind of what would a predator um, cybernetic prosthetic look like that could be interesting Could also they could put um, you know gadgets directly onto the limb itself that way too
1: well that's a brilliant idea that's absolutely that's a cracking shout and again you, you know that kind of individualization was what made wolf's design really nice as well I mean like you said he had the, the mandible but he also had that massive acid burn on his face oh. and it added character um, unspoken character yeah. to him.
3: That's the thing. Yeah, a lot of that is now, since the AVP films, they, they've they tried to make the um, the character etched into the masks because, you know, most of the way through a story, they're usually wearing a mask. You're not seeing the face. So I think, yeah, it, ways to increase that individualisation of them, yeah.
1: Shall we move on to some of the newer news then, in this case? And... Um, at the end of last year, at the end of November, and they announced that well Fred Decker, sorry specifically, announced that they'd handed um, a draft in. Um, we, we didn't know if it was um, if it was you know the final one, whatever a doubt it was, but it did sort of show some progress on it because it had been really quiet, not surprising actually, because Shane Black had been working on um, his latest project, which is called The Nice Guys. Um, it's a mystery um, thriller set in the seventies, uh, with quite a nice cast actually. It's got Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe and Kim Basinger in it, and that should be due for release in a couple of months. Which I do recommend going to to check that trailer out if you haven't it. It does look like uh, <laughs> does look like a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, so they they handed the script in, and then the next we heard was the title and what was quite possibly one of the worst announcements I've ever seen for a film <laughs> <cycle>. <laughs> not that I have any bugbears about that at all um, but they announced on the Predator page via an um, image um, using one of the Predators um, Predator, the, the classic Predator from Predators um, that the film was simply called The Predator so
0: what do we think it's kind of a lame title to be honest but unexpected one considering uh the modern cinema climate i guess um film audiences can't really be bothered to keep track of you know movie series these days so they've they've really stopped doing numbered movies um i think it has a negative
1: it's... sort of impression though don't you numbered movies maybe that's why they're avoiding it Probably. Perhaps,
0: yeah. I mean there there have been some bad numbered sequels in the past for sure, so maybe they're trying to get away from that. But even still, um it could have been Predator and then some tagline or whatever, but just the Predator, I don't know. But I mean, it really just comes down to the movie, the title is whatever. Like one of the things I think of is um The Chronicles of Riddick, which was kind of a lackluster sequel. I mean it was still okay but but it wasn't nearly the movie Pitch Black was and then they came out with a third one that was just called Riddick um, which you know it's a very simple title but it's like you know here's what you're going to see you like Vin Diesel as this character and so here's the movie you're going to see and so I think that's what they're going for but it's just it's so simple that I don't dig it but I can, I can understand it from just like a a movie executive's perspective, I guess.
2: Anyone else? Yeah, I kind of agree well, with that. Yeah,
3: I, there's only so many... I, I think the fact that they are not using a number is indicative of more of an attempt to reboot it. They'll, they'll say, oh, it's our way to reintroduce it to a modern audio, but it just means they're trying to go for a reboot, basically. Um, but on the other hand... If they don't do, you know, if you do as you say, like a tagline, it's it's that would probably have been cheesier. It would. I can just imagine some of the titles that they've said. No, we're not going to go down that because it will probably be Predator Resurrection or Predator <laughs> Genesis of the Trophy Room or or God Killers or whatever. It's so I, I haven't got problems with it being called the Predator, but when I saw that. Um, piece of art. It did look like a piece of fan art, mm. um, especially calling it the predator. You'll never see him coming. <laughs> all predatorish. But um, yeah, I, I'm not getting problems with it. But it didn't strike me as tremendously creative either. So uh, they, they, I'm, I put it down in the it could have been worse category.
0: Like you mentioned, Aaron, the you'll never see him coming is kind of a play on. Um... Shane Black's last film, Iron Man Three, because that was a, a line in that
1: film.
3: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, and it also speaks towards the, um, you know, the cloak. I guess I didn't,
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't find
1: it to be a particularly uh, imaginative announcement or a clear announcement, to be honest. Um, but I, I wasn't particularly warm to it to start with. Um, you know, like like you said, it, it didn't sound particularly. You know, adventurous or or imaginative. I'm kind of warming up to it, and like like I said earlier, you know, with each film essentially feeling like its own thing. Um, I didn't think a numbered um, sequel or necessarily a um, a tag, not tagline, subtitle. No, I can't really think to what a coloned um, story
3: yeah I think if nothing else it does tell us that there will just be the one Predator featuring in it as opposed to you know the AVP formula of two or three or something
1: I, I think that was actually one of the one of the downfalls of Predators actually was, was them going for um, four I think that would have worked don't get me wrong I, I liked the whole idea of you know the clan versus clan whatever you, but I think that film would have worked a lot better with simply one new Predator and one, um, you know, one, you know, the classic one, you know it would have still worked for the, the pluralization of it as well, and of course with the cast, so, just a little side mm-hmm. sidetrack thought there I do hope that they do keep to a minimal amount of predators in this, I don't mind too. I really don't, but like you say, I think I think it's more um, more suggestive of, of, of a single predator again mm-hmm. um, ok, so I don't really think there's more to say on, on the title um, but the latest piece of news actually is one that's either potentially more exciting or not in the case is the case of xenomorph, because you know I know he's not particularly keen on
3: controversial
1: this. um but it's mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a sure thing it's just a mere comment that um Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be talking to Shane Black about the predator you know he he hasn't talked about it yet. Um, did he say it's about, about it. The
3: Predator?
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I thought it was just that they're going to have talks, but it hadn't been confirmed no, at all. Okay, yeah,
1: I suppose. It, it didn't specifically say The Predator, I guess, in that case. Yeah. But he did specifically say Shane Black. Um, yeah. Unless... I'm, let me just... Let me bring up the... It's the It's one. been
0: reported on a number of websites that it, it's re- referring... The meeting is about The Predator movie yeah, coming.
1: They, they all point back to... Um, uh, the arnold fans and you know how uh, general uh, media's yes not particularly reliable i'm just going to bring up the the original article so the article on the arnold fans um doesn't you know doesn't specifically say the predator but from the context um of it and the fact that the title actually is arnold to discuss the predator with director Shane black it does make that seem a bit more um, a bit more likely. Yeah, but
3: you'd never know what they're reading into it, which isn't. There well, they were, they
1: were there apparently talking to him in person. So were they? Yes. Oh. Um, during the annual Arnold Sports Festival in Columbus, um, Arnold gave me a one-on-one exclusive update about 2018's The Predator. I haven't talked with him, Shane Black, yet, but I'm going to meet him, uh, meet with him for lunch sometime soon. Um, so, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Um, now, I know you don't like the idea of um, Arnie being back in this, uh, Xenomorph. And, <laughs> so, you know, I'll open the floor to you first. What's your issue? Okay, What's the, your be?
3: Well, the only thing, it just, I'm just worried it's just a pure fan service thing, like they're getting Arnold Schwarzenegger in there just for the sake of getting Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. Um, I've just never read a plot line where I've thought, "Oh, that'd be good. That would make sense." Because it's either the predators seeking revenge, which doesn't make sense to me, because they can't even, you know, see through a windowlet, let alone track him down they wouldn't have known he's responsible for it and why take so many years to do it or it's about dutch getting revenge in which case i think to myself well he already got his revenge i don't think he's going to be on a genocidal quest to kill every predator and then i think well maybe he could be in you know charge of a team okay maybe but he'd he'd been retirement age by this time or you know I, I, people say well he could have been put into the role of um keys that had you know in predator 2 and i think to myself well he, he he was a field guy i'm not even sure if he was a mercenary or on the um u.s military payroll but um he he wasn't an analyst he wasn't the kind of guy who would have been put in like in charge of a you know an operation and be letting them know of all black secrets and all the rest of it so for me I've, I've never seen an idea where people go okay this is how and why Dutch would return where I go yeah okay I could go along with that it always feels like getting Arnold for the sake of getting Arnold and I'd rather if it's a choice between that and going with new characters I'd just rather have new characters where they would feel like they suited the roles. I wouldn't have any issue with that. But, you know, Predator 2 itself was a big ball of crazy. So <laughs> ever since then, it's, it's kind of like, OK, I'm open to anything, but it, it's I, I'm just very wary of it. I'm not close to the idea, and I think Dutch was one of Arnold's best characters he's played, to be honest. He felt like a real soldier personality-wise i i loved his performance in that film i just get worried about the reasons for bringing him back it just it's just never felt very logical to me
1: okay well uh, to be fair um you know with you saying you don't think he'd have that kind of um leadershipy kind of role you know, to be Leadership,
3: fair. yes, but not the kind of thing that Keys had. He would have been a completely different speciality, different profession.
1: I could certainly see him coming back as a, a a leader in an operation, but maybe more, you know, hands-on kind of thing. I mean, don't necessarily want him out there, fucking going one-on-one with a predator again. But this, you know, he looks really frigging good. For his age you know it
3: doesn't... oh yeah no that yeah that, like carl weathers character in predator the original predator he wasn't another you know he he said oh you got him pushing pencils and all the rest of it he had clearly been an in analysis he was the one who was going to the guerrilla camp to look through the paperwork he he you know he had that cover dutch was the guy you know you set him up going on tactical operation he's the guy with the gun bang 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 as i say i can see him maybe uh, a leader of a a tactical team that are going out there but even then as i said but you know he'd be at the age where he would have been retired or or something i don't see him in the role of like a peter keys character it's a big carl weathers character i could have done because he would have been in that kind of speciality but you know you're not going to see him coming back for obvious reasons
0: there, there is the idea of Arnold rolling with the Predators, which is what Robert Rodriguez wanted to do for
3: oh, Predators. Oh,
0: yes. So that somehow he um, joined up with a Predator clan, at, and he'll be making a cameo in, in that sense, which that could be pretty cheesy, but at the same time, it could be interesting.
3: A male machico.
1: Yeah, I... Right. I never liked that um, that notion for Predators. I must be honest. I was very glad that that cameo never materialized. What about you, Omega?
2: Um, the moment I read the news about you know Sersamiga meeting with with Shane Black, uh, I was immediately brought back to Iron Man Three because in Iron Man Three you have Tony Stark suffering from PTSD uh, for the events in the Avengers, and I thought that perhaps that's. That's what they're going for. I mean, uh, perhaps they're going to go back to to Dutch Scart and then having him deal with PTSD. I mean, that's pretty heavy shit you have to go through if you, if you're going to remember, you know, your your companions getting killed by this alien creature. So I think that be an interesting route to go, you know, delve mm. psychologically. Into the character, and then maybe deal with this ob- obsession um, with, with with the predator. In maybe in a sort of replay way, uh, like in Aliens, you have replay having to go back to face her nightmare. But perhaps they can go, uh, you know, a similar route there. It would be very interesting, and it would be a, a change of pace for uh, Schwarzenegger because you know. He's known as an action hero, but his characters rarely get, you know, psychologically delved into. The closest we got was in End of Days, in yeah. 1999. That was the most human um, Schwarzenegger ghost, um, along with Predator. And it would be interesting to have Dutch um, being, you know, developed as a character and see how that experience, how that, you know, nightmare changed him. Mm. it
1: certainly adds some extra depth to um to the the predator series it's not normally something you would get so that could really be really be interesting
3: yeah the problem with the um the ripley analogy is they needed ripley because they didn't have anyone with experience we already know from predator 2 he's been debriefed he's told them everything they would be need to be a uh, you know a specific reason they need him in person, and I can't think because he's already told them about you know they see in heat blah blah blah. I can't think of anything he'd have to offer them that they'd go ah We need this guy. Um, the only other way they could do it maybe is if there's something that happens in in for whatever reason he's nearby. And you know he's got experience, and he brings that to bear. But then, as an audience member, I'm thinking that would feel awfully coincidental if you just happened to be in the area.
1: Now, I know you were saying earlier about you know the predators having difficulty, you know, differentiating, um, you know, yeah, yeah, being able to see. But with predators, it's a
3: plot hole. For yeah, me. well,
1: yeah. well, with predators, you know, the the implications there that they are obviously capable of of tracking specific individuals so you know perhaps, I know it's a little bit of a stretch personally I don't want Arnie in it but mostly so I can go back in time and have something different because if, um, if if Arnie's in it then we might not necessarily get a very flexible timeline story
3: Oh, Unless they're going to go back to the comics because the first comic did have Dutchie's twin brother I don't think yeah, they no uh, okay well you know they could always yeah. go down that route he could be like his twin brother or something uh, it might be that the original dutch has died and something like that that is an
1: option uh, i don't think i'd be particularly chuffed with that No, I, I wouldn't
3: be no it but it's a way they mm. could go it down without being maybe too coincidental if you invent a brother you don't know what the brother's been up to so it, it's a it's a possibility yeah.
1: It's not one I'm massively annoyed at. I'd, I would be interested in seeing Arnie back, assuming it was done right. Again, we're making assumptions here based on um, based on a story that we, we don't know at the minute.
3: No. Um, the other thing is, if you had Arnold Schwarzenegger in there, you've got to factor in that would be a big chunk of the budget going yeah. into, you know, to pay Arnold Schwarzenegger, as opposed to being put aside for the, you know, the creature effects and location and all the rest of it.
1: Okay well shall we move on to the uh, last piece then and uh, that's not something that we can really discuss because it's just a piece <laughs> of, just a piece of information for everybody just in case you somehow missed it the release date it is March the 2nd 2018 so you know a good a good two year wait which I'm I'm relatively I'm relatively, hap- relatively happy for because it means that They've got a nice chunk of time to work on this. Predators hmm. was when is very Covenant? Rushed. Um, August two thousand and seventeen.
3: Right, so it'll be. But so it could come out the same year as potentially yeah. Blumkamps, yeah. Alien Five. So then you'd have Alien Five and Predator Four coming out the same year. I, I don't
0: think Alien Five will will make twenty eighteen. I think the earliest we'd see that is twenty nineteen. If I, um... if they go forward with it which if Covenant doesn't do well they probably won't if it does which it's, it's almost certain to as an Alien movie do pretty well then they'll move forward with Alien 5
1: See, I'm a, I'm, I must be honest I'm a little worried about that because there seems to be quite a bit of ha- apprehension and a lack of general interest towards Covenant at the minute I'm, I'm feeling anyway um, so you know Prometheus might have soiled that particular patch of ground but anyway, not not to end on a dampener. Uh, but yeah, that's that's everything we know about the Predator so far, aka Predator Four. Is there anything else that anybody wants to chuck in uh, before we sign off?
0: I just think it's cool that that we're getting another Predator movie. Um, and and this was announced what like two years ago, or was it one or two years ago? Just oh, long enough. Yeah,
3: uh, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, just now.
0: So just the fact that there's something concrete that this project is finally moving forward is is a good sign. Yeah. And I hope they yeah. can do something fresh with it. Mm, definitely.
3: It'll be interesting to see who they choose for the um Creature effects if they will go to ADI again, or, you know, the, the guys who did the Predators film. KMA, or if they might KMA. go back
2: to the Stan Winston people. I think they should definitely get back to Steve Wong, because Steve Wong uh, really influenced uh, a lot of the original Predator look. He sculpted the face and painted the creature the way we know him. So um, whoever they get... I think they should get uh, Steve Wong as you know as a consultant at least because he's
0: still with um, Legacy Effects Group.
2: Uh, I think he works uh, as a freelancer, but in, of course he can join in if he wants. But I really g- think they they should get him as a consultant.
1: I kind of feel like Shane Black's the kind of guy that would go back to you know go back to the originals. So I do half expect to see um, is it Leg- Legacy is what Stan Winston is. Now isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I do kind so. of expect to see them go back to, you know, the originals, as it were. Not that I would be particularly fussed if K and B came back or ADI. Assuming that the the only thing I hate about the ADI Predators is just that skin texture. It just it looks too fake for me. Even an AVPR? <laughs> I think it's. I mean I'm sure me and um, you have talked about this before Omega isn't it something to do with the the moisture on on the AVP predators
2: Yeah in AVP they didn't use moisture at all they 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 only used the KY jelly on the aliens because they showed there's this specific quote on the on the AVP creature effects book that they wanted the aliens to be the slimy ones and then the predators to be Distinct, distinct from that uh, um, as much as I like ADI. I'm I'm really an ADI fan I really love the special effects work I really think the AVP Predators could have benefited from having a bit of a layer of KY jelly on them one of the great aspects of the original if you look at it uh, In close-ups in in the ending fight of Predator is that you can see him you know sweating and, you know, having this sort of skin moisture that really helps telling the the organic look of the creature. Mm, Definitely. Mm. So, assuming that, you know,
1: ADI would moisten our predators, I wouldn't mind seeing them come back either, because, like we said before, Wolf was just a gorgeous predator. Gorgeous. Oh, you know, that's something we haven't actually really spoke about. Um, Who would like to see as performers?
0: Oh, Ian, White. For yeah. sure, I think, I think Ian White did a great job. Um, uh, who who was the guy who played Berserker in Predators?
2: Brian Steele.
0: Brian Steele. He he did all right. Um, I I liked his performance as like a, a bit of a more you know brutish Predator. Also, but I think yeah. Ian White, he definitely had the movements down. He you could tell he had watched what Kevin Peter Hall had done. And yeah. I think he was a, a great predator, so I'd love to see him back. But I mean, if they wanted to find a, a fresh creature actor too, then then there could be that. But I would be very happy to see Ian White back.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you there. Absolute brilliant as um, as the predator, especially in especially in AVPR as the wolf. Um, but but what mm-hmm. about Kevin Peter Hall's kid, his son? Um, he played the predator in the. I'm going to say the title wrong here. Superhero beat down Wolverine versus Predator, if you've if you've seen that video.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Been but a while when, since I saw that.
2: Batman dead End that one.
1: Uh, no, um, No, no, it's
2: a different one. There's
1: it's it's like a series on YouTube. Um again apologies if you are fans of this and I've completely butchered the name title. But it's it's the basic concept is they throw these two fictional characters up and you if they were in a fight and the the fans, the visitors, vote on who would win between a fight and they go out and they they film one. And they've done they've done loads of these. You'll you'll have probably seen them not knowing that it is part of this. And um, they yeah. did like Darth Vader versus um uh, Batman. And Deadpool and Somebody versus Harlequin and Joker, stuff like that. I'll I'll send you a link and I will link to the um the Wolverine versus Predator one in the article when I post this up. Um, so that that was Kevin Peter Hall's son inside a Predator suit for that particular episode. Have you seen it, Bridge uh, or Xenomorphin? You know what I'm talking about. I've it's...
3: seen it, but it was a long time ago, so I'm gonna to have to refresh my memory.
1: Same
0: for me. It's it's been a while, but those I've I've seen those um, those versus shorts, and their production values are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I remember. Enjoying that one, so I'll have to re- give it a rewatch.
1: Okay, well, fair enough. But if any listeners have uh, listened and um, you do know what I'm on about, I'll watch it after listening to this. Let us know what you think. You know, would would you like to see? I think his name's Jamie, yeah. actually Jamie Hall, if I remember rightly.
3: I will say, fingers crossed that I hope they get Alan Silvestri to do the
2: soundtrack. Yeah, mm. Mm. absolutely. He's
3: they the the original Predator. Sound. I did like the one for Predators, but the original Predator soundtrack is one of the classics, and much like Brad Fidel with Terminator and Terminator 2 with Predator 2. The soundtrack was, you know, it, it only got that much better. So I'd love to see Silvestri return for another Predator film. I'd love to see or rather hear what he, you know, the, the kind of thoughts he's had for the those kind of melodic themes in the interim since Predator 2. I'm sure he can do some blinding work for it now. Mm,
1: can't argue with that. So I guess that's it for our 34th episode of the Aliens vs Predator Galaxy podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who's been commenting on the previous episodes. You know, as usual, if you know you have anything you'd like to um, comment on on this episode, or you know any any suggestions going forward, please feel free to uh, post down below or send us an email. We've been getting a few emails lately, actually, mentioning mentioning uh, listeners, so that's always nice. And of course, make sure you stick with us for any potential, um, you know, any future Predator for news, the Predator news, sorry, uh, which is uh, avpgalaxy.net if you somehow are listening to this and you've never been on the, um, never been on the website. Um, so yeah, thank you. Uh, this is uh, Corporal Hicks and Ridgetop
3: Xenomorphine,
2: Omega Morph, signing off.
1: go to Mary about the dawn
0: claim he has a misery but he having a lot of